Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Where, where are you coming from? I hear plates and cock, crockery and things in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Uh, well, I'm right now in Ireland. I went here to spend my vacation before the war happened. Mm. And then, um, well, then I'm just here. I like can, cannot go, go home right now. No. And so and where is home for you? Uh, my home now is Kiev. Ukraine. Uh, originally, I'm from Eastern Ukraine, the part that you might know as Donbass. I grew up there, but I uh, moved to Kiev like 15 years ago, and now my home is Kiev. Yeah. Um, are you in touch with? Uh, you got family there at the moment, uh, or have your family managed to get out? Or uh, my family is my parents are in East in the occupied territory. Uh, they decided to stay at their home. It's you know, maybe generational. They didn't didn't want to leave their land. They so they decided to stay, and it's uh, quiet at the moment there. Well, as quiet as it can be. As quiet as a <laughs> uh, as a war torn land can be, etc. Yes. I, I mean, I presume you're in constant um, communication with them because things change every single day. Yes, absolutely, of course. Yeah, but uh, so far. Um, Parents are relatively on the safe uh, side, but you know, friends and close people are scattered all over Ukraine and world. Uh, some people are in uh, army now. Some are volunteering. Some had to flee. You know, it feels like we all are uh, just lost in the world at the moment. But you know, everyone is doing mm. what they can. Why? Why? Why are you in Ireland? May I ask why? 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 What, what took you to what took you to Ireland? Uh, truly, just beauty of the country. Right. I've been here uh, recently, and I well, I didn't know the war is going to happen, so I just uh, came here to spend a month here to work. I brought my music with me. I brought instruments. You know, I even brought my cat to just enjoy months. But you know, yeah. Have you been? Now I'm here. I, I, obviously, we'll come back to the Ukraine and 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 the music in a minute. But have you? always been inspired by Irish music in your life? Uh, I wouldn't, truly, I wouldn't say. I just I like the nature and, the, and people are here super nice. And I was uh, surprised when I first came. I, I mean, I didn't expect anything, but I was touched. And the second time I came just because I, I knew I'm going to love it. Oh, no, that's, that's great. So um, how long have you been doing music? <laughs> I'm trying to count right now. Like, <laughs> uh, I started as a musician in general in 2010, so it's like 12 years. But my solo project, uh, the one which is uh, Six Crowd, has started in 2018, so it's like three years, third year right. now. Third years. And uh, did you did you grow up surrounded by music? Were your mother and father musicians mm. at all, or no musical? No. Mm -hmm. No, so, well, uh, the only musical person in my uh, family was my grandmother. Uh, 
but uh you know she didn't play anything but she sang a lot like all the time when i was a kid i was surrounded by my uh, grandfather's you know <laughs> and uh, i asked my parents to uh, put me to the music school but they didn't uh so you know i had to learn uh, all the stuff when i grew up on my own so you know can i ask music in the ukraine is, is it an important part of the ukrainian culture music it seems to be what what we've seen on the tv in terms of some of the most hopeful moments in amongst what seems to be hopeless have been these these moments of pe people reaching out through music um from the ukraine where there was a band that i saw that were that were broadcasting live from a bunker somewhere in the ukraine and and then I think we were all touched on the, the TV the other night when we were watching anyone that was watching uh, Comic Relief. I don't know whether you saw any of that, but there was a, a, a little girl who sung in your language, Frozen, um, in front of everybody. That, you know, I mean, it, it was truly moving, but obviously music seems to be, you know, a very important part of the Ukrainian culture. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I'm surprised it's, is it not everywhere like this? It feels like music is the thing that uh, gets us uh, through the light times and dark times. Uh, I mean, like, I do remember uh, being in Kiev at times at Maidan, our revolution, and people would just uh, sing standing just to, you know, it's cold and sometimes it's desperate and you need something to keep you up. And music is actually the thing. And right now we... A lot of our musicians, surprisingly, uh, went to army. Like I personally know several several people who are like they're singers, they're not fighters, but they decided to help somehow. Uh, like to, they went to territorial defense and stuff. Uh, but back to music and culture, yes, it's super important part. And um, even people who are not musicians, well, mostly people who are not musicians, they just needed to be around. Mm. I would say, yeah, music is probably, well, maybe I am biased because it feels for me it's the most important, but, you know, I, <laughs> I'm connected to it, so, yes. I mean, when you say, isn't it like this everywhere, I mean, I, I assumed it might be, but, I, but at the same time, you don't want to assume if you see what I mean, you don't want to necessarily assume that, you know, uh, a place where you've never been and I've never been yeah, to the yeah, Ukraine, yeah. That, that, that the culture there is the same and that, that, that the way that people feel about music is the same. I mean, that it's it's always lovely to hear it, um, mm -hmm. that music transcends, you know, culture, people, places, whatever, and it's the same wherever you are in the world in a way. So, I mean, that's always... That's always wonderful to hear. What's what's what is traditional Ukrainian music like? Oh, uh, this is an interesting question uh, because uh, it's been oppressed for a long, long uh, time, actually. And I, uh, if you asked me uh, the same question like four years ago, I would probably say, "Ah, oh, it's something you know, not really exciting." We had like some songs, but they weren't really standing out but right now i know it's not really true uh, well the thing is let me go a little bit back in history when uh ukraine got into uh, soviet union soviets needed to sort of make an average culture 
you know so like they did not want to ukraine or any other country in the union to stand out with their you know history because songs contain a lot of history mm, right so uh, i'm sorry that was my siri <laughs> so uh, uh what they uh, they did uh, they uh, installed like choirs in every tiny part of country like every village would have choir where people have to you know not have but they can go to sing and it sounds lovely right it sounds like they wanted to develop the, the culture but the thing is they were slightly changing music all the time like uh, you come to sing and uh, you're coming to sing your grandmother's song but you will be told that you should slightly change it and sing it in this manner so over the you know decades by the end of the um, Soviet Union, Ukrainian music sounded like any other Slavic generic music. Mm. They just tried to, you know, to make it not interesting. But uh, only after 2014, when our revolution happened, we kind of decided to pay attention to, like, is it true? What is our music, actually? Is it really the same as Russian? It can't be. So, you know, that appeared a lot of... Um, uh, folkloristic expedition people went to deep deep rural um, villages to find you know old babushkas and uh, didushkas who can sing like old songs before soyuz came oh that's is, amazing yeah and this yeah. is how we actually now have the libraries like they really did amazing work and we have libraries from different songs from different regions and now we know that you know People in Western Ukraine sing in one way. People in Eastern sing in different way, and they're like both similar, but you know, different fl flowers. And it translates nice into modern culture because we have a lot of, uh, you know, like pop culture in the Ukraine refers a lot to folk now, but it's not. They don't just try to re-sing it. You know, they take some flowers, some words, some mm. instruments, and put it into the you know, modern music, which is relevant to people. So people are beginning to, to, to sort of touch on those traditional, may, may, maybe themes or words or whatever that were there Yeah, all yeah. those and years it, ago to try and keep yeah. it alive and put it into a more modern format. That's amazing. That's, that's wonderful. Uh, you mentioned babushka. I mean, obviously a lot of people, the only time they've ever heard that word was when Kate, Bush sang it. Um, just explain, explain to yeah, people sure. what a babushka is. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, this is a Ukrainian word for uh, grandmother. And this right. is how we refer to elderly uh, women, like, you know, in villages. There you go. Were you surprised the first time you heard Kate Bush sing that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. So, so, in terms of your own music, stylistically, what, what um, you know, when did you first, or what, what, what was the thing that sort of really music that you really sort of gravitated to towards when you first started writing? As a six crowd or in general, because it was and just long... in general, yeah. Well, when I started a long time ago as a bass player, and I really right. loved uh, the, if you know the band Morphine. It's sort of jazzy rock. So uh, I was fascinated by the way, by the fact that bass guitar cannot can, can be used not just as a rhythmical instrument, but you know, like as a melody. So mm. I would I would say that I got um, fascinated by 
not traditional uh, usage of instruments and you know by mixing genres and all this stuff. So uh, all my way, I was with my bands. I was trying to find something not straightforward, like you know, mix up some genres and do something weird-ish. Something a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so moving forward to Six Crowd, why, why, why Six Crowd for a start? What is that a fantastic name? (laughs) Why? Thank you. So, uh, psychologist uh, in in behavioral psychology, they um, they know five types of crowds. Like uh, people gather into crowds to do different stuff, like to fight, to celebrate, to something else, something else. I don't really now remember. I do not remember all five of them. But when I was looking for a name, uh, I was thinking that that when people gather together to dance, it's like a whole different thing. It's a whole different vibe. And I decided that in my world, it should be the sixth crowd, the people who gather together to dance. Lovely. So it's a, a kind of tribal essence to it around music, etc. And then that's and going back to what we said earlier. You know, music liberates um, around the world. Absolutely. You know, it bring it brings it unifies. It brings people together. So so we've got that kind of nature in there. And tell us a little bit more about you know writing at the moment and and writing. You know what 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 you're writing about. <laughs> uh, well. Right at the moment when the war started, I was trying to make my input into that connection between um, dance music and folk music because uh, at some moment in my uh, research and uh, being fascinated by folk music, I understood that uh, modern dance music uh, and the folk music have a lot of common in terms that one is um, mainly about rhythm and another is mainly about voice and those two are the you know the first instruments uh, we had ever 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 as a species so um i started you know to explore it a little bit more and uh i wanted to bring the folk music from my home region because um as i told uh, mentioned uh, before the interest to folk music in Ukraine started after 2014. And at that time, my home region was already occupied. So it wasn't easy and if possible at all to go there in deep rural regions and record babushkas, you know. Mm. And that's why um, Ukrainian modern, modern culture, which has um, reference from folk culture, has reference mostly from Western culture, Western uh, Ukrainian, I mean. And I was slightly ashamed you know it felt like my home place doesn't exist in uh, on the cultural map right. all yeah the, all, the only thing that people know about a uh, place where i grew up is war and it just didn't feel feel right so i digged you know around i spent quite some time digging until i uh, found out uh, one of expats the woman who lives now in uh, canada back then did an expedition and she recorded songs from my uh, eastern part of Ukraine too. Wow. And I, I, you know, I was so happy to find it because I thought it was, you know, uh, completely lost in the history. And I started learning those songs and I thought that I will, you know, mix uh, what I did previously as a six craft. I'm writing dance music. Uh, it's a different story why, but, you know, I'm uh, fascinated by it now. And I started mixing together with uh, my home region music. So this is how 
the first single appeared. And I'm working right now on four more songs. Uh, but yeah, this is work in progress. I truly uh, didn't plan on releasing a single. I thought I'd, I'd finish the album and, you know, wrap it up and write a story about it and then publish it. But then uh, a day or two before the war, I just didn't know if I will have ever chance to publish uh, music anymore. So I decided I need to put one song, which is already, uh, you know, even mastered. It, it was completely uh, finished. I should uh, publish it now. Wow, what a what a what an experience to go through that you just you just didn't know what the future was going to be. So let's get it out there. Yeah, and well, and, well, and, uh, and 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 how did how did that feel? How did it feel getting reaction to it as well? How did that feel? Uh, I have to admit, I was slightly scared that people would think that uh, you know it's it's not appropriate time for music for some. But I mean. Probably because mm. I was truly scared myself in general, mm. and it translated to everything. But then I saw that people are, it felt like people needed only because everything around is not about music, not about joy, not about culture. It's about being destroyed, and you know, it's completely hard and dark. So, a uh, people needed some fresh music to just, you know. Mm, it feels like everyone is not going to music in Ukraine. I mean, to go and, mu and listen to music uh, on purpose. But if you hear that someone released something, you're like, okay, I'll give it a chance. And then you put on some music and then you're like, oh, nice, I needed it. I needed some music, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so, and I heard uh, from people from my uh, uh, home region that, they are glad to see that you know our region is not uh, is not only a war point anymore. So I feel like, on this regard, my uh, my music is on point. Do, do you feel in some way that you you're joining the fight with this? Uh, Absolutely. This, yeah, yeah. I mean, because... music music is a weapon too. It just doesn't have to kill, but it no. Yeah, but in the way that you're, you know, this this was your this music is referencing something that was quashed, right? Yes, that was absolutely. that was that was changed, um, and yet something survived of it, you know, and it managed to make it through. And and in a, in a way, is that is that something that you're? Is it is it? Do you feel in some way it's like a beat? beacon of hope for, for for what is going on out there that your your people will survive this that will come you know this will end you they will manage to be there i'm pretty sure we we will be there truly uh maybe it's my uh ukrainian blood talking but uh i'm absolutely sure we will survive just it's a question of price and and i mean what is happening in ukraine right now is completely awful like a lot of people are dying, but our fighting, um, our fight spirit is pretty high despite, you know, all this stuff. Uh, mm. Because turned out Ukrainian is a, you know, a great warrior nation. And Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Are, are you surprised by the, uh, I mean, you're, you're in Ireland, but obviously you get the feel of what it's like in, in Ireland and the UK. Are you quite surprised by the, the amount of support for the Ukraine from over here? Yes, I'm very surprised. I mean, uh, on the first days of 
war. I went out of, um, I, I'm staying in a tiny village like Waterville and to, you know, grocery store and all this uh, stuff is like three kilometers away. So I went to town and I saw flag on every, every, every building. I never saw so many flags outside of Ukraine ever. So yes, this is, I think it's very, very important for the spirit of people in Ukraine to see that uh, all the world is uh, with us. And, you know, I think it uh, helps uh, people in Ukraine to find strength to, you know, survive next day and next day and next day. Mm. And are you, are you, you know, watching this from our Western media as well? I mean, has that been quite a shock to you as well just to see yeah. just how, how twisted um some media in the world is oh well uh living next to russia i think i i was aware of uh how twisted uh media could be because you know I, it didn't come as a surprise but i I was touched and surprised by amount of presence uh, of ukraine in the western media it's yeah. like all the world is watching it, uh, but the, the longer it goes, the more I understand that because uh, it's happening this way because Ukraine is now sort of fighting on the edge of Europe because uh, our enemy is hard to project and they have this crazy imperialistic appetite, you know, they're now threatening Lithuania and other countries in Europe, which is hard to imagine is possible, but I was, uh, you know, I wasn't able to imagine tanks in on my street before. So I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think any of us can really fully appreciate what it must be like to be, uh, you know, in the Ukraine at the moment and, and just, what the suffering is like over there i mean i think we can all feel scared i think every everybody has felt scared over the last few weeks and you know we're, we're all worried with with what's happening in terms of how far this will go um so i think you know that it it's it's something that is has made everybody sit up and reflect and it's almost like we've come we've just come out of a war as well with a pan with this pandemic even though that's not yeah. that's not a war that's over, but it, it really does feel like we you know we've we've literally, uh, you know, just just got on top of one battle and then there's another battle in the world. Um, are, are you? Are you? I mean, we've li we're living in very weird times. Are you, are you? Is this seeping into your music at all? Uh, you mean the war? Yeah, the war. COVID is any of, is any of that seeping into into what you're writing about? Uh, or do you... The COVID did seep. It was uh, when when it just out broke uh, and we were all locked up in homes. So it was like you know first time. Well, now it doesn't look scary when I look back, but at the time, at the time it was like you know uh, end of the world or something. Uh, so I was writing some uh, techno at the moment, and it was like pretty much dark and all the lyrics that were there was not not a lot of lyrics but all of us uh reflecting my current uh, state right now war doesn't come to my music just yet well mostly because i i wasn't uh, writing these days i wasn't really able uh, i mean these weeks 
on the last two days, I was uh, I opened my uh, instruments and uh, DAW and started started doing some music. Yeah, uh, well, we, my uh, teacher singer was doing some fundraiser event and she needed uh, Ukrainian arrangements, so she asked me to do it. So this is why I opened music at all, and well, I'm grateful to the to the chance and to her because you know. It feels like uh, I had I had it kept for safety reasons because if I open up open up music I open up feelings and then it's gonna hurt and I'm gonna mm. cry a lot. But you know now I had to open it up and uh, I hope that you know next days I'm gonna go back to writing music because it's this is my weapon in this war. Absolutely. Now, where can people get this music? Because uh, I want people to hear it and and also it's there. Uh, is there anywhere any kind of explanation as to where the the bits have come from in terms of historically? Uh, yes. Uh, first of all, to hear my music is uh, pretty easy at, at any streaming now, uh, like Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere, and uh, you can purchase it on my uh, Bandcamp page. Do that, everyone. Uh, Spend uh, some money, please. And. Uh, uh, I uh, sent all the profits from this last single uh, to Ukrainian uh, humanitarian center. Brilliant. Uh, and yeah, the Bandcamp page and SoundCloud page has a little bit of explanation uh, about this last song, the Sokolonko. This is the harvest song from my home region. Well, the lyrics are from Harvest Sun, but I, obviously I reimagined it music musically. Mm. So, so how old are those lyrics then? Well, I have no idea. I mean, oh, no right, we've no a, idea. It's, a, it's folk song. I know that it was recorded like in 2010 or something by uh, originally uh, recorded by uh, old babushkas, uh, when you know, old women in a village singing it like a choir. And uh, I heard this uh, record, record, and you know, I learned the song and I modified it mm. and. Uh, this is how it got to my uh, track. Do Do you know from Do you know from any of the other kind of um, explorations of, of music from old babushkas just how far back some of the some of the other folk songs have gone from around the Ukraine? Uh, I think the only way we can uh, judge about it is um, mm. when we look what are they singing about. Because right. some songs are singing about historical events that we know from books were like somewhere in fourteenth uh, or fifteenth century. Wow! But it's like it's mostly historical songs. They they have longer life, I believe, because their purpose is to you know. Uh, now we have books. Uh, previously, people would travel from village to village and just tell stories, but sometimes they would sing stories. You know. Wow! And wow, wow. Uh, this song is a uh, about harvesting and so i think it's you know several centuries back but not not a bazillion centuries back wow 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 so that's amazing that's amazing well look whilst you're there i hope you do get to soak up some of the irish history as well um uh, uh yeah actually I, I have now a book it's, it's not right in my hands but it's somewhere around the house uh about irish history i didn't open it yet but i'm Right now, I kind of feel like history is if you has a huge importance because if you don't know it, it's gonna repeat over and over and over and over. So 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one of the things I love about living in this part of the country. I'm in the southwest of England. Um, mm. And we have a we have an amazing sort of folk music tradition down here. And, you know, uh, we have a, a festival down here, Sydney Folk Festival, which is very famous. And of course, yeah. some of those some of the songs from down here go back you know, hundreds of years, hundreds of hundreds of years. And it's it's wonderful. It's always wonderful to hear those hear those songs, songs of uh, you know, you know, miners down mines and yeah, you know, yeah. pe people people living completely different lives and, and bringing it to life again yeah. for you. So, so you know, these things are important. We need to keep keep these things alive to these stories alive because we can learn from them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The song, the uh, songs from people are songs about people. You know, it's like, and it's uh, on. It gives us information on such a thin level. You know, it's um, easier to learn from songs than it's to learn from books. You know, like no one, not everyone is fun of you know huge history folios with uh, all this stuff. But songs are kind of telling story. It's like you are watching the you know series or a film, but you know it gives you some information and it's amazing well thank you so much for coming to talk to me today i, I, I wish you all the best with the music um thanks thanks for sharing and thanks for sharing uh, you know really quite a personal story today with us as well about what's going on um i hope your mum and dad keep safe uh where they are and let's just let's just all hope and pray that this war ends as soon as possible so Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. And thank you for all the support for two Ukrainian people. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. Bye for now. Bye bye.